Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. I just keep them satisfied through the weekend. This is the Monday Variety Show. You like nine to five, I'm the weekend. No. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Monday Variety Show, Episode 7. This week, I had the honor of speaking to music artist from Vancouver, Washington, Coasting. So what follows is around 30 minutes of an interview that I conducted with her. Really enjoyed it. Part, a promotion for her new EP, which comes out December 17th, the Nobody EP by Coasting. You can listen to it wherever you get your music. Sit back, relax, enjoy the interview. Peace. Hello, Coasting, and welcome to the Monday Variety Show. Very happy to have you on this week. Um, for those of the listeners that don't know who you are, could you introduce yourself? Um, hi, I'm Coasting. I'm a musician from Vancouver, Washington State. <laughs> I don't know what to say. People get it confused, don't they? People say, oh, are you from Washington, D.C.? It's like, no. Only- Vancouver, Canada? Like, <laughs> I don't even exist on this earth. It's hard to explain to people who aren't from um washington state so vancouver is outside of portland it's about half an hour from portland like 15 minutes not not far it's basically just a suburb of portland would you say yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and how long have you lived in washington state like eight years or something we moved up here when i actually can't do math but i think it was like eight years ago but yeah Yeah. (laughs) a long time so would you say that like because the first song of yours i ever heard was canada's on fire um, which is a song that is kind of themed after the feelings of uh, forest fires in the Pacific Northwest. Would you say a lot of your music is like influenced by where you grew up and where you live? Probably, honestly, because I feel like if I grew up in Texas, I'd be like a country artist or something. Like, I don't know. My music sounds like trees. So. <laughs> Do you like country music? No. God, no. Don't get it. To- Hello. This is a announcement to anybody listening. I do not listen to country music. Thank you. um what kind of music did you grow up on like what did your parents play for you when you were little my dad was super into Foo Fighters and like like rock and stuff like that and my mom was a big Elton John fan when I was a kid I like hated Elton John I thought he was like the worst ever and every time my mom put him on I was like this shit fucking sucks wait am I allowed to curse no it's fine it's okay yeah this shit fucking sucks (laughs) 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 but um but yeah, I was like eight years old, like banging my head, the Foo Fighters in the back of my dad's truck is cool. Have you come back around to Elton John since then? Or do you still hate oh, it? Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan, but I don't know. I think I just hated my mom. But mom, if you listen, that's not true. <laughs> is, will, will your mom end up listening? No, so fuck you, mom. <laughs> Glad to clear that up. Um, my friend Sam, again, he did an episode and he talked about how he smokes in the episode and his parents listened to it without realizing he didn't say that. <laughs> so his dad called him and was like, hey, we listened to the episode. And he was like, oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, so, <laughs> so how would you describe like your style of music? Like how would you describe the style of music that you make or that you used to make, like your, your older stuff? I honestly have had such a hard time doing that. Like every time I have to put it in a box, I like don't know how, probably like, pop or some like i don't know there's probably like a subgenre of like i don't know at all what would there's you so think? many there's so many subgenres <laughs> these days you can never tell um what inspired like your old music like what did you listen to to get you in the mood to write like when you used to write your old stuff stuff before this ep mm, i was super into like daughter and 
uh, I've always loved Frank Ocean and things like that. I don't even know. I feel like I repress like everything in my life that hasn't happened today. <laughs> so I don't remember, but um, I don't know. I was an indie kid, like trademark symbol indie kid. Very much. <laughs> I also know you're really into peep. Like I know you, if anyone oh, yeah. on Twitter, you tweet peep lyrics constantly. <laughs> um, when did you get into peep and like what drew you to his style? Um, I got into him like right before he died. And um, I don't know. I was listening to uh, Come Over When You're Sober and Bright Side just was like, I was like, fuck, this mm -hmm. shit is amazing. Like this is the best thing I've ever heard. And then after that, like literally, kid you not, like a month later, like he died. And then it, I took it really hard for some reason when I wasn't even really like super into him before. But I was like, wow, that fucking sucks. Like this man that I just got into is and he's like dead now. So like, I don't know, it hurt me really bad. But um, after that, I was just like biggest fan ever. Do you have a favorite Pete project or a favorite Pete song? Um, Hellboy is my favorite project and Hellboy is also probably my favorite peep song just because it's been like consistently like I can listen to that song like a hundred times a day and never ever get bored of it. The guitar is just so cool. So and good. It's so good. And it's a perfect uh, song. <laughs> watched um Everybody's Everything and they show the clips from the concerts where he would come out as the intro to Hellboy played and it's yeah. such a cool thing. And I, I so wish I would have been able to experience it. Like Me too. that and Mac live. Like I would have loved Miller oh live. Um, I, would I was die going to, to like right really? before he passed. Yeah, me and my I was gonna take my brother because it was like around his birthday. And so we were gonna go to the show uh, at the WAMU in Seattle. I don't know if you've ever been to the WAMU. It's a terrible venue. Um, I saw Brock and <laughs> a bunch of people vomiting oh on the God. floor. <laughs> and someone pissed on the floor apparently. <laughs> summary of a brockhampton concert just inspires chaos <laughs> uh but yeah i would have loved to see either mac or pete before they died um mm. speaking of brockhampton i think that i kind of met you through brockhampton didn't i oh my god we did it was a brockhampton group chat wasn't it yeah or, it was yeah or, or something like something that. relate something adjacent <laughs> to a brockhampton group chat um how do you feel about brockhampton now because i don't I don't like their music anymore. Me neither. Well, I still like, don't quote, this is off the record, but I still sometimes listen to Brockhampton. Um, but fuck Brockhampton. Rental slaps though. Rental, Rental. does slap. I still listen to Kevin Abstract. I just, I can't bring myself to listen to like Iridescence. Oh no, record. never again will I revisit that album ever. <laughs> it's so bad. That time in my life, I just, I hate the time in my life that was soundtracked by Iridescence. Yeah, that's understandable. I feel like we're all kind of there. All the Brockhampton memories are just gone from my brain. I, I see people like posting their Spotify wrapped and they have Brockhampton as their number one artist in the year 2020. And I'm like, in 2020? What, were you what were you doing this year? Like, did you not realize that other music came out other than something from 2019 that wasn't good? You can listen to something else, I promise. <laughs> and they think they're so cool they think they're so they, they like flex it they walk around flexing it i, I have like one brockhampton t-shirt i have, I have oh yeah <laughs> i have one brockhampton t-shirt it's my comfiest t-shirt but i don't wear it like out in public like it's it stays underneath the hoodie because i don't want to be shamed yeah. for wearing brockhampton merch um, you would 
for sure. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure I would. By you, by anyone who <laughs> who has since stopped listening to broadcast. Um, yeah. So you've also like done some collaborations on this project. Um, on this I new have. you have with yeah. Police Indigo, Kill Red, and is Roderick Porter also is he on the EP? He's not on the EP. He's been super busy with his new album, which look out for that. It's coming out 2021 and it's really, really good. Um, but Palace is actually not on the EP. I'm not putting I Feel Sick on it. So it's five other songs, new ones. Well, you've changed You've um, changed the track listing. I assumed I Feel Sick was going to be on the EP. Um, oh, yeah. So would you say the project sounds like I Feel Sick? Not at all, honestly. I used um, a beat that is like kind of like that a similar sound to that but it's not like the same at all mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. similar like kind of like sounds used sort of but like it's a different vibe completely you still stand by i feel sick as a song yeah i like that song i'm kind of over it like i'm kind of bored of that now because i've played it like three thousand times but i still like the song i'm still proud of it i guess i, I love think. it yes. a lot i really I love it <laughs> i really enjoy i really enjoyed i feel sick it was like I don't know, it was such a change of pace. And I thought that was super cool. Um, yeah. How do you know Palace? Um, he's one of my Twitter mutuals. We've been friends since like 2017 or 18. Um, he's super talented. Uh, I think he's just producing now, but yeah, he's amazing. He lives in the UK, the mm. British lad. You work with Roderick on Baby, right? Like that's the, mm -hmm. that's the main song that you have with him. What yeah. is your collaboration process like? Either when you're the one who's like running the song, it's your song for your EP, or when you're like being featured on a song. How do you go about like collaborating with other artists? Um, it's always kind of been like a, just like, uh, okay, here's this open, do whatever you want to it. I'll use it if I like it, if not, whatever. But I always do. For Baby, um, he had a different feature for that uh, song. And when they sent it, it was like a few months before it came out. And he was like, dude, this sucks so bad. <laughs> and he was like, please, can you just throw something on this really quick? And I didn't think, like, we both thought it wasn't going to, like, do that good originally. Like, I loved it. But he was like, this is just a throwaway song. And then... Isn't it, like, his third like, biggest track or something? Second. I think it's the second one. I think his biggest is... Uh, I didn't realize how empty my bed was until you left. I didn't realize how long this song was until I submitted it to. Um, how do you go about creating a song? Like, do you do you normally do lyrics first, or do you normally have a beat first? It's pretty much never lyrics first because I don't. I think I'm a good writer, but that's definitely not my strong suit. Like melodical stuff and sonic, like everything else is where I'm like really good. I feel like. Um, so I'll start off just like mumbling a melody or something and then figure out what works with it afterwards. And where do you write your lyrics? Like, where do your lyrics come from? I know that's such a cliche question, but like, I know that when I write things that aren't lyrics, m normally poetry or scripts or stuff like that, I oftentimes come from a place like an amalgamation of a bunch of experiences. Do you write yeah, it that's like that? Or is it more like individual experiences, very explicit? I think it depends on like if I'm feeling an emotion like really strongly like one day I'm just like I need to like get this out like and write about it then I'll write about something specific but usually it's like just everything like a bunch of different experiences and like thoughts that I have and a lot of the things that I write are like metaphorical kind mm -hmm. not like metaphorical but just like based on ideas and like abstract stuff rather than like sort of but like not really I don't know like I use a lot of 
analogies or like things like that in my music that just like aren't like what am i saying They're oh my literal. god man it's not, it's not the literal <laughs> interpretation of things no i get what you're saying I, I get what you're saying yeah that makes a lot of sense um the new ep is most of the new ep like inspired by specific experiences like what is what is the inspiration behind the new ep um this one most of the songs are about like a person um but it's based on i guess like not just a specific person and like the pain that i felt from like that person but like like heartbreaks that i've just been through and like i guess it's like a relationship like breakup like ep kind of or like something like that i don't know but it's all like cohesive and like along the same like lines so yeah does that answer there, the question yeah no it does <laughs> are there any songs that have like a specific story behind them that you're willing to share maybe maybe not because you don't want to air anyone out you don't want to yeah you don't want to you don't wanna make anything public <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like that will make some uncomfortable tensions in my relationships <laughs> I think that uh, that's that's fair. I was just curious, but that that <laughs> is that is absolutely valid. Um, and this EP was was it recorded mostly over quarantine, like over the past eight months or so? Oh yeah, all of it was recorded in the past probably three or four months. Like I don't know, I just had like a sudden like drastic switch in like my style and like became like better and more put together. And then I just realized that I had a bunch of these songs finished and that they like kind of go together and I was like oh okay EP time because I've been like trying to release an EP for like three years and like every time I try it just doesn't work and I used to be really bad with finishing songs like I just start something and then never come back to it so I finally like started taking it really seriously and like be like wow this is my career okay I need to mm -hmm. buckle down and finish my songs and then I did and now we have this Product. How many canceled coasting EPs have there been over the past? Like ten, years? like so many, and did I used to post about them. You yes. did promo for them, <laughs> but nobody cared about me enough to be like, "Why didn't your EP come out?" They just like didn't know. Are those posts <laughs> still up on Twitter? No, definitely not. And most of you... it was on Instagram when I was younger. Wow. Do you purge your social media every once in a while? Like, do you? Oh yeah. Do you clear it all out? Oh yeah, almost every day. <laughs> I'll tweet like 30 things a day and then only two tweets will be up like by the end of the night. Because <laughs> um, I was going to say like your online persona is kind of an enigma. It's a little bit, you, you stay a little bit like in the shadows, you know, like you, no one knows a whole lot about you. There's a mystique around the coasting name. Um, is that on purpose or is it just kind of like you do what you're comfortable with? I guess that, I don't know. I think a lot of my persona is like that I put out is like, just me being a dumbass, like, just thinking, like, oh, this is funny. People are going to laugh. <laughs> and, like, and, like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't think it really is on purpose, but, like, I just put out, like, what I feel like people need to see. Or, like, not need to, because nobody needs to see me have a one-sided beef with corpse. But, like, <laughs> That was so confusing to me. I had no idea what was going on. I was very <laughs> lost. I so many people DM me about that and we're like, you know, corpse, like what the fuck? Like, Can what's you going on? The beef to people who didn't see it on the one day of Instagram <laughs> glory that it had. <laughs> Just one day, my friend was uh, driving me somewhere and he put on a corpse song and I was like, this shit is ass. Like, no offense, corpse, if you hear this. 
<laughs> but your shit sucks. <laughs> I just uh, um, was like, yeah, this isn't my thing. And then I was like, it would be funny if I just was like, fuck you, corpse. And then just took it really far for no reason at all. And then like, didn't tell anybody why or like what was going on. <laughs> so I did it. And you did it on Instagram, where I think that people are less accustomed to your antics than they are on Twitter. Like, I feel like people on Twitter are kind of over what, whatever you do, but you find a new encapsulated audience on Instagram. Yeah, they're just so confused. Like, they're just like, what is going on? And I'm just like, sorry. I feel like they kind of deserve it. I hate Instagram as a platform. It's yeah, awful. it kind of sucks. The shopping feature that they added is ridiculous. It makes no sense. Um, but yeah, I think that it's super interesting that you have this kind of online persona that's both unfiltered and very filtered. <laughs> most people don't know a whole lot about you online, do they? I guess not. I never really thought about it until you said it, but then I guess that's true. Yeah. But, that, but it wasn't on purpose. It was just something that kind of happened. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel the need to like share. I used to overshare a lot. Like when I was like 14, I had this spam account and I would post like, every day like just the deepest thoughts in my mind and i was like just got to a point where i was like why <laughs> why am i doing this nobody cares nobody needs to know this this belongs in my head and then i was just like all right this is so i guess does, it kind of is on purpose but not does that account still exist is that account still up are the posts still real the posts are in my archive and they will never be seen by the light of day again <laughs> did you ever <laughs> but... have a tumblr oh yeah it was super underscore who underscore locking in. Or also, alternatively, Zoe underscore Kawaii. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Are those deleted now off the face of the earth? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> those died a long time ago. Yeah, so um, another just like random, kind of random question. I was reading this. Um, I have this Tyler, the creator interview, like put on my wall. Um, he did this interview with GQ. And one of the questions they asked in the interview is like, what is your biggest frustration with music right now? So what is your biggest frustration? What is your biggest like gripe with music right now? Your music, your career, anything like that? Mm, I don't know. Probably just that like there are some things that I just don't know how to do yet. And like things that like, like I have a lot of ideas in my head and just a lot of things that I just don't know how to execute yet. And that will come to me like when I learn more stuff and like get better. But I guess that's frustrating to me. Like just not being where exactly where I wanna be, but I'm still like satisfied with where I am. So it's like kind of a weird thing, mm. but yeah. Do you think if COVID hadn't happened, you'd be doing live shows? Are you be trying to do live shows right now? Or do you think that that's more off in the future? I don't know. Honestly, I think that that would probably be something that I would be doing after this EP comes out and try to get like, so I feel like I wouldn't have gone for doing that like by now if I didn't have to deal with like the pandemic and stuff. But I was just curious because I think that like, I don't know, for a lot of artists, it seems like touring is what brings them a lot of energy but do you think that a lot of your energy comes from making the music itself yeah like, like sitting down and recording yeah just because I don't know I used to not even want to like take like music and turn it into a career like I've always done music and it's always been like the only thing that I care about but I didn't want to do it as a career for a while because I was like I don't want this to turn into a job and me end up like not enjoying it anymore or anything but 
I got to a point where I just realized that that's not ever going to happen and that this is like the only thing I can do in my life that I will ever be satisfied with. So I'd, yeah. What were your alternative career options? What did you consider? <laughs> I used to want to be an architect. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's probably because of Ted Mosby. Um, definitely because of Ted Mosby. But yeah. <laughs> so were you, um, did you want to go to school for architecture? I think so. Honestly, I don't know what I was thinking because I think architecture is cool, but like I don't really care about architecture that much. So I don't know why I, I thought that that would be a good career path for me. Um, but like later, after I realized that I don't give a fuck about buildings, um, <laughs> I I wanted to be a like a, a director or or something in film because that's something else that I care about, like besides music. I think that's cool. that's kind of a nice segue because I was going to ask you like, are there things you want to do outside of music? Like, oh movies, yeah, so much. Picture. Yeah, I want to like start a record label and like make movies and like just like on some like childish gambino like everything stuff i don't know i don't, there's so much that i want to do gambino is so cool that he can do everything and i think that like having the potential to use the audience that you might be able to get from music to do other stuff would be super cool is there a specific reason that you want to start a record label um probably because i just think it'd be really fucking cool and there are so many talented people that i know and that like, I feel like I'm really good at recognizing talent as well. And I feel like it would just be super sick. And I don't like a lot of the way that, like, labels work and, like, do things. Like, taking cuts from the artists that are, like, way too much or, like, you know, just stuff like that. I just think it'd be cool to, like, start a new thing that's different, that works different than how they usually do. As long as it's not Brockhampton version 2.0. Oh, I think yeah. it'd be okay. <laughs> no, as coasting as the new Brockhampton. As long as you don't put a bunch of people in a single house, because that was totally a good idea at the time. <laughs> the coasting house. What would, what would the coasting house look like? It would just be a shed <laughs> in a dark alley. <laughs> you walk in, it's just like a single microphone, a laptop yeah. with Ableton installed. There's a microwave, but there's no outlets. <laughs> what do you pretend? put in the microwave instead of food? A goldfish. Just like a goldfish bowl. It's just his home. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, do you use what what program do you use to to produce your music? I use Logic Pro X. Did, is that just because it was the easiest one for you to use, or did you go through a bunch of them to try to figure out which one you liked the most? Um, my dad was a musician before me, which is probably why I'm a musician now, just growing up with that. And so he already had Logic. Um and like monitors and like the whole setup so I just like took over his stuff or like he just gave it to me so that's what I use and it's probably one of the easiest yeah logic is really easy to navigate I feel like fruity loops and like Ableton and stuff just are so confusing but like everybody says fruity loops is like or FL is like not as complicated but like it it's like there's so many words and like buttons and like what <laughs> you want the most simplistic recording space possible Oh yeah, my IQ is extremely low. <laughs> um, is, th is there stuff that you're like fascinated by? Like I get these hyper fixations on very specific things. Are there things like that that you just hyper fixate on um, that you are really inspired by? 
or stuff you're really interested in movies books music anything like that oh yeah every time i find something new that i really like it becomes like my whole thing like it's like the all i think about like um like for example like drain gang <laughs> no i'm just kidding but um <laughs> um yeah i can't think of Oh, Supernatural. I was really hyper fixated on Supernatural for a while there. Jensen Ackles. In, in the year 2020 or like when you were like 14? When I was like 14. When I had my Super Who Lockean Tumblr account. Yeah, that, that yeah, time. Yeah, that, that, that squares away. I can't think of anything recently that I've been like super obsessed with other than like music and stuff. I don't. I don't know. Wait, what was your what was your top that. song on your Spotify Wrapped? Oh, I think it was a uh, either "Notice" by Kill Red or a Beach Fossil song called "Sleep Apnea." That I don't even know what it sounds like, but one time I fell asleep listening to that song and it just, and it just all night and it became my top song. And I'm like, okay, I don't even listen to. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I'm sure it's cool as an artist because you get an artist Spotify wrapped, right? So, like, what cool. was that experience like, like of seeing, like, 58,000 listeners or something like that? It's really fucking cool. Like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of music out right now. So, just, like, and I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know how that happened. So, I just, like, I don't know. The coolest part to me was the, like, countries. Like, 88 or something countries because of where, like, my music was played in, and, like, that's fucking insane, because there are not that many more countries than that. I don't know how many countries there are. There are only there are, 200 actually. countries. There's around 200 yeah, countries. Yeah, but that's, like, fucking insane. Like, how the fuck is my music all Wasn't in Russia it? really big? Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't, who's I don't know Who's why. listening to coasting in Russia? Revealing yourself. Know. Any Russians in the chat right now? <laughs> Do you feel like it's different to be releasing an EP, like, right now with the current state of the world than if everything were more normal honestly probably yeah i feel like people care more when they don't have a, a lot of other things to care about which is kind of how it is right now like there's not a lot of things to like direct your i guess there is but i don't know i've been bored i've been so bored like anything i can put my attention on like that's all it all of my attention <laughs> how have you been occupying your time mostly music I just lay there, stare at the wall, usually. <laughs> no, just zone yeah, out, depersonalize. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, mostly music. Um, try to keep myself busy, cause not to get like deep, but like I used to be like super depressed, and like um, I feel like a big part of like why I'm not anymore is because I'm just busy all the time, and so um, I just like go out not out but like out to like viewpoints and stuff just like with me and like my friend that lives with me and we just chill or like mostly music though that's pretty much the only thing i ever do just sit here music. do you have a favorite do you have a favorite not to reveal locations do you have a favorite viewpoint in in vancouver washington yeah if you live in vancouver washington you should go check out the uh marine park boat launch it's pretty cool. Rocky Butte's cool too. It's like a mountain view. You can see the whole city and like the 205 bridge and everything. Nobody's going to know what that is unless you live here, but it's just a cool bridge and like a river and stuff. A cool little Easter egg for people who live in Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. This place is beautiful. Do you, do you want to, do you think you'll move out of Vancouver or do you think you'll stay in like Vancouver or Portland? 
Um, I'll probably move as soon as possible. <laughs> um, not because I don't love this place, but just because there's not a whole lot. I mean, it's like a nice like suburban area and like there's just like businesses and stuff but like I want to go somewhere where there's like a really cool art scene and like Portland is like that but Portland's also really expensive and I'm extremely broke so I'll probably move to like Ellensburg Washington next or something because it's cheap it's like a college town but like after that I don't know probably like LA or something like that LA I have mixed opinions about LA uh, it's a lot of concrete it's nowhere near yeah. as pretty as the Pacific Northwest I miss like driving along through the trees and how green yeah. everything is, you know? I love it. I don't, I honestly don't want to leave, but like Roderick and um, Red, uh, we have this uh, kind of group thing called Gleam Boys and we're planning on like eventually getting to a place where we can all move into a house together and like, not like the Gleam Boys house, like Team 10 shit, but <laughs> like just like a place where we live and we can just make music together and stuff. And I think that Roderick's goal is to go to LA. Soon. Is is Roderick out of LA right now, or is he? Where is he? Where is he based out of? He lives near Toronto, Canada. Oh, so you, so you, and Kilred's from where? The same place. They live together there. Oh, I'm the so only one that doesn't live there. That, that, <laughs> like isn't, a Canadian. that yeah. isn't a Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an honorary Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anyone who lives in Washington State is basically an honorary Canadian. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. So, before we like talk about maybe your top songs as of late or like your favorite songs or songs that mean a lot to you. Um, one more question. What is your favorite color? Orange. Orange? I love orange. Orange is fucking You sick. had your hair orange for a while. Orange, pink. Yeah, I did. Oh my God, you remember. Yeah, orange rocks. I love orange. <laughs> Do, right, right now your hair, for, because this is a podcast, people can't see. It's, is it half uh, blonde, half black? Um, yeah, just like a blonde streak right here and then like right here, but mostly black. Do you think you're going to dye it again? Do you dye your hair? You dye your hair pretty often, right? So much. My hair is like basically falling out at this point. Like it is not healthy at all. So I was just like, it's time for me to take a break. So I dyed it black and I probably won't for a while until it's healthier. But definitely again at some point in my life. Back to orange? Probably forever. Um, Everything's oh, going to be orange. <laughs> who did the uh, cover art for your new EP? Was that Was that you who did it? Yeah, I did it. Is this a basically, this is basically a solo project, isn't it? Yeah, I, I used some beats from other producers, but mostly every, like, I've mixed it and uh, everything is recorded in my room and, like, everything else is done by me. Do you want to plug anyone from the EP? Um, uh, Kill Red and Jay Portal, for sure. Those guys are some of my best friends and they're amazing. And, um, uh, sunlight he's a really good producer he produced jaded which is one of the songs on the ep and he's really cool and really talented so check his stuff out what's your favorite song on the ep forget me it's the last one um which is probably the one i'll send to you to have you play on here perfect but, yeah perfect and so the final segment uh per usual five songs three to five songs that you've really enjoyed recently over the past year which has been a really insane one um that mean a lot to you um well out of time by deb never is has become like my favorite song ever and i just have like i don't know why but that song like resonates with me in a place in my heart that has never been touched before by anything um but yeah that one and her whole ep is amazing all of that stuff um 
and White Ferrari by Frank Ocean. That's my favorite song I ever made, ever. And it's all my songs that I'm like super obsessed with will never change. So like anything that's in the past year has been like my whole, like whatever. Oh my God, White Ferrari is so good. That oh, My favorite lyric ever is in that song. And it's uh, the part where he's like, I'm sure we're taller in another dimension. You say we're small and not worth the mention. That, there's no better line. Like that's the greatest line ever written ever um but yeah that song and then um <laughs> probably close by blade i really really like that song <laughs> um i'm not i couldn't tell you why i'm a drainer to say the least fuck oh notice by kill red that's one of my favorite songs ever um he's amazing that song is perfect i like it when songs are just perfect like well obviously but like when they're like there's nothing you would change about it like add or take away it's just like a perfect song um the notice is a perfect song um and i think for your last one we can just plug the new coasting song coasting song you're oh yeah forget me forget me okay. off the new coasting ep out december 17th what's the what's the title of the ep nobody nobody where does the title come from um the title song or the first track on the ep is called nobody and i just thought it sounded cool like the nobody ep Sounds cool. I kind of like it, like a like a debut EP. Like right now, you're nobody. You know? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that meaning by it, but like up for interpretation, like anything. Is, there, is all of your <laughs> stuff open for interpretation? Can anyone just like imagine that it's all about what they want it to be about? Yeah, that's something. That's probably my favorite thing about music. Like when things can be interpreted like different ways, like whatever you want it to be. Like that's part of the reason why I love Frank Ocean so much because his lyrics are abstract and there's like so many ways you can interpret them. So I just, yeah. If you ever got to do a song with Frank, would you take the opportunity? Yeah. I'd probably just actually die at like right that second. Like I just, that lights out for ghosting. Is that, is that the artist you want to work with most or is there a uh, other artist that you really want to work with? I would love to work with Tyler, the creator. Cause he's also been one of my favorites ever. Um, and I just think he's fucking sick, uh, but I don't know what we'd make. I think we'd probably make something cool. Um, but yeah, Frank would be really, I, I would, I don't know. I don't think I would know how to act. I don't know if I could even take that opportunity because I'd just freak out and embarrass myself and be like, I'm sorry, Frank, like this song is going to suck. I don't know how to act. <laughs> Never put coasting in the studio with Frank Ocean. Oh yeah. No, she will combust. She will definitely. just evaporate thin air. 100%. <laughs> well, Coasting, thank you so much for being on this episode of the Monday Variety Show. This has been a lot of fun. Um, everyone go listen to Coasting's new EP, Nobody, out December 17th on all platforms. Uh, and you're coasting everywhere, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, Coasting on Instagram with a dot after the C and on Twitter and everything else. Um, it's uh, with a one instead of the I in Coasting. How much that would you cool. pay to have the actual just word Coasting as your handle? I, if I had money to pay for that, a million dollars. But I DM'd the guy that had the name Coasting, and he was just a fucking dickhead. I was like, so, like, can I have this? And, and then he was like, $200 or something. And I was like, oh, sorry, dude, like, can. And he was like, you're broke. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a call-out call post for the guy who owns the Coasting yeah. Twitter handle. If you're listening to this right now, fuck you. Fuck you. That's all. I would like to say to you. <laughs> is that your is that your final message or do you have anything else to say to the Actually, people? I would like to add 
please give me the username. <laughs> but also, fuck you. <laughs> um, and to the rest of the people listening, please listen to my music. I would really appreciate it. And thank you for not turning this off when you heard my voice. <laughs> Kept my mouth closed 
We're both so familiar White Ferrari Stick by me Close by me Shoot, we're fine Shoot, we're fine As this slow ride Left when I forget to speak So I text the speech Less the speeds, text the speed, yes Basic takes its toll on me eventually, eventually, yes I on me eventually, eventually, yes I care for you still and I will Forever That was my part of the deal Honest, we got so familiar Spending each day of the year White Ferrari Good times In this life In this life One too many years Says to that When I go, remember me when I go What's the five so you talk, you don't know Make it red in the snow, in the trees like a crow With my breath playing cold, we grow Black bag with the trash bag, we like a stone I turn five us in the cash to me, through the pole I need needles and the stack to me, through the pole I've been staying in my head, nobody knows I've been moving ten feet back when you coming close I've been staying in the red like, red like a rose This time I'll get your hope 
time to go Forever is a long time, I wasn't even close I'm always like I'm a pro, now it won't even show We've been saving up a month, I'm a pro and I'm close Keep guessing about my next move, you're not even close
episode seven of the monday variety show and our final episode of the season thank you to everyone who's made this season great special thanks to jordan mintra anusha sam claire and especially coasting for being on this week this interview is a super cool opportunity and i'm really glad that i got to do it thank you all for making this semester so wonderful uh, it's been really hard in a lot of ways i know for a lot of people but this has definitely been a bright spot throughout so Thank you. I'll catch you all on the flip side. Don't know what's going to happen on the show next semester. Don't know what's going to happen in the world next semester, but I'll keep you all updated. Everyone go follow the Instagram. Enjoy the music. Find some cool stuff and send it to me if you find anything cool. Have a good day. Stay groovy. Stay positive. Peace.
This is the Monday Variety Show. You like nine to five, I'm the weekend.